and welcome back to Dame It All to Hell. I'm Kelly Gibson, and we are drinking champagne today because Missouri no longer has a predator in the governor's mansion. And I'm Tracy Dietz, and I feel like we need to formalize what a predator is. Because you use that term really loosely. And while I think Greitens is a fucking asshat, he doesn't have the same predatory behavior as like Weinstein or Schneiderman. Okay. I mean, do we want to talk about those details one more time? I know. He lured a woman into his basement under the... No, she willingly went... to his house. To his basement. To exercise. To exercise is what he said to her. They were going to the basement to exercise. He changed her clothes into a t-shirt, pre-ripped along the top. He tied her up and she had and, and blindfolded her. And when she had a wow. panic attack, so these are he totally, bear hugged so th- her so these are and totally then put his new, penis on her face. Uh, these are totally... Yeah, that is not exactly It was in happened. the testimony. It was in the testimony. So she, um, did she did not think they the were episode. going to have intimacy? No, yes, intimacy, but not in the basement to exercise. Uh, I don't know if she expected to have sex downstairs or upstairs. I think what I think what she said in that testimony was it all went really differently than she thought. So uh, what did you say? One who injures or exploits others for personal gain or profit? I mean, check, I think you're I, checking I just, that box. I feel like I feel like we need a different term for different douches. I feel like I didn't call him a rapist. The, Harvey Weinstein? Rapist. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I, I predator just sounds very like child molester. I don't know. Also, I, I child molesters. Yes. Yes. I don't know. But speaking anyway, of speaking so. of the OG predator, Harvey Weinstein is officially being monitored by the authorities. He turned himself in in New York last week. So all the women in New York and LA. We just have a conversation about what OG stands for. We did. Are you original gangster? Oh, okay. yeah. The OG is the original wow. gangster of all predators. Right. Look at that. Which people use in all sorts of differences. I so I, I don't was know asking that he was the original. I mean, honestly, it's of the movement. Bill Cosby of the I mean, movement. Bill Cosby was a little. I think better. we all started this. Certainly, Damon Alda Hell started in the Harvey wake Weinstein. of Harvey Weinstein. So he's sort of our OG predator. Um, so, fuck you, Schneiderman, who sued him once before, didn't take. Now that guy's in jail, I think, or under he has charges against him. Schneiderman, he's terrible. And fuck you, Harvey Weinstein, and fuck you. Eric Greitens. I mean, what the hell? It's like a trifecta of amazingness, hence the champagne. Yeah. So yes. so Greitens resigned. That's so, super exciting. But his read, oh. Tracy Dietz, read his statement. It's such bullshit. Millions of dollars of mounting legal bills, endless person attacks designed to cause maximum damage to family and friends. This ordeal has been designed to cause an incredible amount of strain on my family. You tied up a woman in your basement and <laughs> fucked her. Any design home. was created by you. <laughs> yeah. Who has caused the pain, Governor Greitens? You just got caught. You're the, yeah. So I was all worried now that he's resigned, it would all be swept under the rug. You know, he's no longer the governor. But the so there was sort of all these parallel tracked. One of the sets of charges was dropped. We talk about that. We talked about that on a previous that podcast. That was the conspiracy. Yeah. The, so it was yeah. what it was a criminal case. And it has been resolved. The St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner's office said within hours of the resignation. But the special investigation by Jackson County Prosecutor Jean Peters Baker will continue. And then it says Baker, who is her, who's in her second full term as the prosecutor, she was appointed to serve as the special prosecutor and said in a statement Tuesday evening that the governor's decision to step down would have no impact on her investigation, which, thank God. Right. Like the guy's still it's very possible the guy's still. So it's remember, and it's two things. It's this illegal. What is it? Ex- uh, exploitation. Uh, anyway, it's the thing with the woman being tied up. And it's also um, illegal campaign contributions. It's these two things happening at the same yeah. time. So like if you're a bad guy, 
yeah, you can go quietly into the night, but like you, the, it's all going to follow you. Right. Yeah. Especially if it's actually illegal. And it's actually really good, I think, for the Democrats in Missouri because Missouri is all weird. And I have not looked up like what the process is for who's going to replace him. Missouri is super special Republican. Election. And Missouri is getting more and more Republican. <laughs> We talked about this before, right? Yeah. But Saint, Saint, urban centers of St. Louis and Kansas City, so can, they both have Democratic mayors. They do. So and it's just interesting. Yeah. It's just interesting how that'll go. Also, Jean Peters Baker is like a really solid, like she she's no frills. I think she's just going to like get to the bottom of it without the drama. I think women are just fucking done. <laughs> like Women? Men. No more. As a whole, women. Women are just like, we're oh, not going to tolerate yeah. any Screw of that shit anymore. Yeah. And we can talk more about that later in the episode when we discuss another yeah. person. <laughs> but um, yeah, just fucking done. Like, you're not getting away with shit anymore. This news was broke about him resigning yesterday, and I was in my office, and I like literally screamed out loud. I was like, woo! It's like, we've been talking about Governor Greitens now for months. Months. Yeah. Since January. Yeah. Uh, I guess. Would, everything broke, I think, actually February. We did it. We talked about it at the live podcast we at did. the Leeds. Yeah. So it was January. Yeah. It broke in January. Fuck you, Governor Greitens. Yeah. So there you go. But on a better note of Republicans, I t- <sighs> remember last week, listeners, I, ch- I challenged Tracy Deeds. I said, next week, you got to come in with some redeeming thing the Republican Party is doing. And she mostly did it. So <laughs> <laughs> there, uh, there's an article called The Right-Wing Millennial Machine. And the, the basis of the article... In Huffington Post, right? In Huffington Post, yeah. nonetheless. The basics of, of the article was is talking about how Republicans are basically more likely to pay interns as opposed to Democrats who think that you should volunteer and work for the cause and work for free. And Republicans believe you should be paid for your work. It's just part of what makes us it Republicans. It makes so much sense and is so irritating all at the same time. I know, time right? Me. Like you must you have to you must have read this and been like a little annoyed with Democrats. Yeah. I mean, we talk a lot in the part of the party that I exist in about how to engage young people, women and people of color. And a lot of it is you can't work for free unless you come from an upper middle class family where you can be supported by your family post-graduation or during college or whatever it is. The other piece of the article I thought I found funny was that the Republicans are investing in a millennial outreach program at a much larger percentage than Democrats. And that's because the millennial generation is the biggest generation we got. And the boomers are getting older and dying. Sorry, boomers. But millennials break for the Dems. So Republicans are also investing in the maintenance of their winning streak. But it also is not uncommon for millennials to turn... 30, 35, get married. I mean, people tend to become more conservative as they get older as a whole. I mean, hell, I was a Democrat 20 years ago. You sound like my father. Years ago when I came to Washington, he's like, you may be a progressive, a liberal, a liberal now, but just wait. Wait until you make a bunch of money and have a family. You'll be a Republican before you're you different. know it. You're different. No, you're very different. I like, called home one day after my second kid and I was like, I'm even, a, I'm a bigger Democrat than I was right. before. So. And I think that happens to some people, but I also think that there's a lot of people that just starts when you're raising kids, you want them to have individual responsibility, and it becomes a very different different. Yeah, experience. I mean, right now, the things that millennials have the space to think about, because they don't have families yet, they're probably not thinking about public education, they're not really invested, they're not really thinking about our defense funds and our right. army and stuff. They're in, they're or their coming out of savings. some sort of educational space. They're thinking about community and equality. They're thinking about more sort of macro 
cultural things that right. often fall in the wheelhouse of the Democrats. Right. But I also think that the Democrats do a very good job of making all Republicans seem like racist. Money grubbing yeah. assholes. I mean, <laughs> none of my Republican friends are racist at all. None of yours. Not even a yeah. Bit. I mean, you live in like an urban center. Yeah. I do think that that is geographical. Yeah. Uh, but do, how many of your Republican friends don't prefer to pay taxes? Was that a question? <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Who? I mean, the, there's a difference. Like, there's this tenet between the difference between Democrats and Republicans in their belief I mean, of does investing anybody in the like, government. Does anybody like to pay taxes? I, I like paying taxes. Oh, My God. husband loves to pay taxes. Jesus. Yeah. Because we because believe that the government is, so is a power successful. for good. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. Look at it. It's right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, caging I'm, children I'm, at the border. And... I'm really not trying to get into a partisan battle with you right now. But what I am saying <laughs> Why not? is that millennial, the millennials are not to the point yet. Like the, the taxes they're paying are maybe taxes, payroll taxes if they've got a job, sales millennials taxes. millennials at this point don't understand how inefficient government is. I think that's part a- of the According problem. to Tracy Dietz, right? According to Kelly Gibson, they don't understand that investing in a government and turning people out and selecting members of Congress and making the government do what you know it can to protect the least among us is a useful. Okay, electing way. members of Congress is not all of government. When you think about the, the government programs that run... Which they are could, they which should are, run more efficiently. But signed into law by those r- yes. m- those in Congress. Yeah. I mean, Congress could vote with a with a big majority to end entire spending programs. I mean, it is the job of the Congress to make the government what it is. You know, it's funny. I don't actually think that they should vote to end spending programs. I think they should just make the programs more efficient. Sure. Or that's it. Use the money better. Right. But there we are in a I'm country on, of like four hundred million that. fucking people. What you need is crazy different than what a whole bunch of other people may need. I mean I'm just saying uh, No, I totally get that. To I just want all of them to run more efficiently. I understand all. that. I think everyone I think regardless of your partisanship, you can agree that responsible efficiency is a good sort of a good characteristic of a government. And I would like for people to not be stupid. But at the end of the day, millennials vote for Democrats. Also, they're much more likely to vote for women and people of color, of which Democrats run more of. Yeah. But they, hey, millennials, yeah. Republicans pay you more. So yeah, dude, come over to our for side. Sure. We're good. We're and, it's a good time. Yeah. And I think we talk often about what you get out of somebody what you put into them. You know what I mean? Like at my shop, we have really good benefits. We have really good perks. We, If everybody is happy and work and choosing their own selves to work hard, the product is better. Right. So it will. this city will forever remain a city of you get where you are going to be because of who you know. You think so? Always? You don't think it has anything to do with hard work? I, th- I don't think you can be lazy and connected. Maybe you can be lazy and connected. But I do think you, if you work hard in, think, a, in a dark closet yeah. and never meet anyone, no one's going to be like, oh, my God, your work is so good. Right. I actually totally agree with you yeah. on this. Uh, and I think you can be lazy and connected. Which is what I makes... I think there's a yeah. lot of people that are very successful in D.C. that <laughs> lazy shouldn't be. And, and, there's, and, and politics is like the one industry where you can continually lose and keep getting business. It's pretty amazing. Bob Trump. More easy if you're a man. Probably. Failing up. Yeah. Oh, Which God, let's not let's not revisit that one. Ugh. But I do think I think that part of well, the reason I brought that up is often, at least on the Democratic side, the willingness to work for free to intern is if you meet a whole bunch of people that are important. You intern for a committee or you intern for a big right. firm or you intern for a big, important race. You meet a whole bunch of people that will help you. So remedying that gap, making it like, no, you should really pay them because it's the right human thing to do. And also giving them opportunity to network with important people. And it doesn't have to be one or the other. I think that that's a piece of the puzzle that doesn't seem obvious yet. That's why we have to keep lifting up young women. Fuck yes. yes. Yeah. Fuck yes. 
yes. But good. I mean, I just feel like good. Yeah, we just should give like a like a oh, yeah, just a golf Soft clap. clap. Speaking of money, this champagne is fucking amazing. Yeah. Good good job, Kelly Gibson. Well, thank you, jo- Joe's seafood bartender, for selling us a bottle of champagne. Oh, in a, in a less high moment of this week, fucking Roseanne Barr. Roseanne Barr. So is anybody really surprised? I mean, I, she's she's always been terrible. I mean, 20 years ago, she came out and sang the national anthem terribly, spit, grabbed her crotch, and walked off. And, and nobody cared. They care more about the fucking people, players kneeling than they do about that. No, everybody cared. cared. I mean, the, the right, ago, the right <laughs> went... Oh, my God. I'm just fuck you. (laughs) The right went crazy on her about how disrespectful it was and how horrible it was. And this becomes a bigger conversation about how we always stick with our own. So now that people think she supports Trump, there are people siding with her. Oh, really? I don't know a ton of people that are siding with her. Quite frankly, but uh, there are people that are like the show shouldn't have been canceled. Which yeah. So the thing is, like, she was around. She was crass. She was crazy, and then she went away for a little while, and then she came back, and she like wrote a weird book, and then she went away for a while, and then she came back with this, with those sort of the revamp of the show, which has got like the highest ratings. Yeah, I mean, I love. I did not watch a single episode from the new one, but I watched it, the original, all the time. I've never watched any of it, but it is like second or third behind NFL football, NFL football, Sunday Night Football, yeah, and This Is Us. Like, it was hugely rated. So the interesting thing to see was the sort of manifestation of the aftermath of the tweet. So she did it, and then she sort of, like, erased it. And then she said, oh, it was just, I'm so sorry to mean to offend anybody. It was just a bad joke. And then the show was canceled. And then the show was canceled. So the CEO of ABC, who is an African-American woman. And knew. She's only been there a year. Was like, "Uh, fuck this now. Yeah. So good for her. And then she came out and said it's because she was on a sleeping aid. It was on Ambien. Yeah. Are we allowed well, to say Ambien? It on? was an Ambien because the maker of this medication, which the pharmaceutical company is called Sanofu, I think it was just a, an off-brand. Oh, it was like it was, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but the main, yeah. They, they, they responded, people of all races, religions, national and nationalities work at Sanofi, which is the pharmaceutical company, every day to improve the lives of people around the world. While all pharmaceutical treatments have side effects, racism is not a known side effect. So, like, they just, like, brought their snark to Roseanne. They were like, fuck, you're the only one that people hate more than pharmaceutical companies. So that's, like, the excuse of I got drunk and I said something I shouldn't have said. Like, I don't feel – I mean, it lowers inhibitions, and I have – done and said some things on Ambien, <laughs> they most certainly did not make me racist in any way, shape, or form. Because racism or, is there before the drug. Right. Yeah. Like, it's not like, it's not like just because you do something when you're drunk, you would have done it. You just were inhibited to do it before. Speaks to a larger truth. Right. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. So, to speaking to your... So, oh, I, yeah. yeah, so I have this conspiracy, which I don't know that I believe, and my husband, Greg, and I were talking about this last night. Was she trying to get out of her contract with Why ABC? Why would she if she's making ball tons of money? Because my guess is that somebody else is going to pick up that show. Like it may, it may like TBS. I, who like knows? Some random cable who knows? Outlet. But it was killing it in the ratings. I mean, like I don't know how fucked up you have to be to make a statement like that. 
Right. For those like, of you that I haven't heard it, she said, yeah, she said, if the Muslim Brotherhood Good. married an the, ape and had a baby, it would the planet of the apes, planet yeah. the, and had a baby, it would be Valerie Jarrett, yeah. who is an African-American woman who was like a, a senior aide to Barack Obama, but not like a real public figure, although Valerie Jarrett's father was born in the Middle East and is a, is a, a Muslim faith. So, yeah, yeah she's oh, Muslim. Yeah. Which is where all that sort of came from. But and basically an obscure behind the scenes political figure from an administration from two years ago. It's like a real random thing to do, which also makes you think she's following that in a way that's kind of creepy. Which makes me wonder if it was if she was actually trying to do something. I don't know. I, it, I don't know that I agree with you because I don't think the cast would go with her. I'm not. I'm not sure I agree with me, quite frankly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just throwing some shit out there because it just seems bizarre that she is. Well, I guess it does. She was seem dropped bizarre. by she's her a terrible, talent agents, agency as she's well. She's a terrible person and says some dumb shit all the time. Yeah. So it's not shocking. So, yeah. So she was dropped by her talent agency, ICM Partners, and, and they put a statement out that said, in quotes, what she wrote is an antithetical to our core values, both as individuals and as an agency. Consequently, we have not notified her that we will not represent her. So she was finding that shit out online. Effective immediately, Roseanne Barr is no longer client. And even Bill O'Reilly came out and was like, uh, you can't say that shit, dude. Who said the N-word on the air in one of his shows, not like years back. Stop it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, not O'Reilly. Mar. Bill Mar. On his HBO show. Oh, but yeah, he yeah, was yeah. trying to, like, he was quoting something yeah, or making yeah. a... St- yeah. Tech, different, different. It wasn't okay, malintended. Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. right. And then, so as people have sort of been, like, exploring what her social presence has been, there, she wrote a book in 2011 called Rosanarchy. Anarchy plus Roseanne together. Dispatches from the Nut Farm, um, where she mocks a trans woman as a man masquerading as a woman. And she said in quotes, you haven't lived until you've seen a huge guy with boobs talking about female hormones and deciding to keep his penis and how that was a feminist issue. So she wrote that about infighting in the LGBT community. And then in 2012 on Twitter, she claimed that this, that, a transgender woman at this state college should not be allowed to use the locker room. And she said, quote, if she has a penis, she's not allowed in. She stated in a series of tweets, I'm sorry, but a dick means you're a man to me. Maybe I'm old and out of it, but I can't go there. So, like, she just is, like, just keep that shit on the inside. Like, if you're working through some stuff, don't just be anti. She's racist. She's anti-gay. She's anti-trans. That's not that long ago. She was like Donald Trump (laughs) six years ago. Yeah. And then she said, women don't want your penises forced in their faces in our private bathrooms, which is what we talked about last week with that congresswoman. Like, if you're in a stall and a woman woman identifies as a woman. uh, I don't mean to start some shit. You do. But I know. I don't. And I am probably with you on this. It's like Governor Greitens. He forced his penis in that woman's face. You don't think he's a predator. I didn't say I don't think he's a predator. <laughs> you just want me to I be feel more like thoughtful in my be use of it. More specific. I mean, I just I don't think that Weinstein gets the same level as Greitens gets the same level as Morgan Freeman, who we probably should talk about. Because so we have It was a big week. <laughs> he was his is a whole nother weird. His very different from Bill Cosby in that he didn't drug and rape women. Well, he just was know, weird and yeah. inappropriate. They're gonna have to. We have to. We have to come up with new buckets. I feel like we need. <laughs> it's been a while since we so talked I about the buckets. I feel like we have to go to bucket four, and bucket four is going to have to have a range in the bucket. Like the rapey. I thought so. The rape goes from three to four. 
Uh, it's like beyond yeah, so rape. four was like <laughs> rape. I, I don't know. I think we need like a 3A, a 3B, a 3C, and a 3D. Because like Morgan Freeman is creepy, but he wasn't touching people. Anyway, before we get to that, I don't – so it is interesting to think about – and I, oh, I know, I don't even want to go here because you're going to fucking punch me in the face. You're too far away from me to punch. But, like, imagine, like, girls in a locker room in their teens and there is a transgender in there and they have a penis. And a they're transgender change, person. Transgender person, I know, yeah. changing in the locker room. I, you think the last awkward. person that wants to be changing in front of those girls in their teenage years Probably is somebody not. going That's through true. transition. Probably so they not. will seek out with the help of their parents and the principal of that school yeah, will seek out true. a place for that's that true. to happen. Right. All right so fair enough. the hardest, the person that it's the hardest on is the person that's living in a body that they that's don't true. identify and it's with. it's such a small percentage. So let's just keep that yeah. in mind in every time we explore these things. Right. right? The, um, somebody who's through transition that hasn't had the gender reassignment surgery in their bottom half yet, they're not like going around flashing their penis. Showing their body in a moment of yeah. transition. Okay. So, Fair enough. But Roseanne Barr can go straight to hell. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. It'll be interesting to see like, so So this would, I sort of would have considered this her second act. This this thing she's just been fired from. I wonder if she'll have a third. So I saw figure, her hus- he, her ex-husband uh, like two months ago, Tom Arnold. Yeah. The oh, that guy's the house. worst. Is he? Isn't he terrible? No. He was funny. All right. He, so he talked a little bit about the Roseanne. whole. Yeah, the Roseanne, the divorce and the. Didn't they have like a um, a show, the two of them? It was volatile. Was it a reality no, show? No, I don't right. think they were on a I'm show together. About it wrong. But it was, it seemed crazy. Anyway, <laughs> he seemed like a perfect, like he was sober and was married and had a kid. The other thing is she's had a lot of. Not that it matters, but she's had a lot of plastic surgery, right? I feel like these last pictures I've seen of like her, everything is just like differently positioned then. I don't judge people that have plastic surgery. I said no judgment. I was just observing. I don't know. All right. No idea. I mean, I guess we got to stick on the category of terrible women. This is honestly, this is possibly the greatest thing I read this week. Oh my god! And it's I know, ridiculous. I know you were upset by it, but I could not stop laughing. And this is, <laughs> which is sort of the story of our life. <laughs> this is this week's crazy shit people say, like crazy, crazy, crazy. I mean, shit. so Congresswoman Diane Black from Tennessee wins who's running for who's running governor, no U.S. Senate governor, governor. Yes, wins the month. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> During a meeting last week with local pastors, Black raised the issue of gun violence in schools and why it keeps happening. Pornography, she said. It's available on the shelf when you walk in the grocery store. Yeah, you have to reach up to get it, but there's pornography there. All of this is available without parental guidance. I think that is part of the root cause. Now, this was in relationship in relation to what's been happening how many there's been how many school shootings 23 shootings of some type this year on campuses k through 12 of those k through 12 nine involved a gun being discharged and people being injured so despite the fact that that just seems a little nuts i mean my bigger issue was that she thinks people get their porn in a grocery store (laughs) i mean like children why did you get their porn in a grocery store? Does she not know about the internet? <laughs> I don't think Wi-Fi. she knows about anything. Does she have any idea? Porn tube, you porn. Well, also porn tube. Also all of them. <laughs> porn tube. It's all free. You porn. Porn tube. All of it. It's Por- free. Porn tube. Kids, but free. It's free. What? No. I mean, kids, if you're listening, turn off your radio. Kids this should not, not be listening for this kids. But kids are not listening what, to the show. But has, has this woman, has Congresswoman Black ever watched porn? Like unless you're unless she's literally tripped into 
violent porn, which is my is not the most available. Like, what make what is the connection? So I have no idea because and actually I would she think she was pressed and she clearly just, couldn't answer the question because it's I, insanity. I would think that the vast array of people that are now watching porn and the availability of getting porn would actually make us a much <laughs> less stressed society. No, because you know what? Right? I feel like, and not to bring up old oh, no. ghosts. Oh, no. Here we go. I'm pretty sure the reason Aziz Ansari's date went so bad is because he thought he was porn sexing his date. Why do you think that? Have you watched porn? I have. It does not look or sound like Aziz Ansari. No, <laughs> I think If you that, are, then you're watching some bad no, porn. No, I think that porn creates an environment that doesn't take into consideration the nuances of human interaction getting leading up to a sexual experience, right? It's like yeah, but the porn whole is point all is just about like, the women. No, I'm not talking about the sexual acts. I'm talking about the... The experiences people have leading up, like the whole point of porn is the sex, right? There's not like, how do you get a woman to be comfortable with having sex with you? It's like, no, it's about how to get a woman off. Right. It's the whole point. Which, which I would, I would like to say, (laughs) which I would like to say is where Aziz and sorry, (laughs) she's just, Tracy, do you need a moment? We could all stop for a second. You could go have a moment. I'm Um, I'm on fire today. (laughs) But I think that Miss Black from the great state of Tennessee, Congresswoman Black from the great state of Tennessee, has probably not consumed a lot of pornography in her life. Maybe I, I, I would, I would, I would. Because why else does she think? I would say school yes. Um, yeah. What percentage of? No, no, no. I would say you're probably right. Oh, right. No, I, I would thought say you were probably saying, right because like, I don't know how you could have cons- you could have consumed pornography and and think that. It would be interesting to really understand why she thought, unless she was thinking that because in pornography, men usually get the girl. <laughs> that's the what? Get the girl? Like get them to have sex yeah. with them? Right. Yeah, like they, right. They, 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 they don't have like, to work for it. Right. Because she's being paid. <laughs> hey, it's a job. <laughs> right. No, fuck. I love porn stars. They pay taxes. I mean, you yeah. should love that. I think they should. I think they should start a union. I think they should have health benefits. I think they should argue for, you know, better pay. Uh, I don't just uh, I can't say that. Uh, you agree. I, I agree. You agree. There's probably yeah. some caveats. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I, mean, I was going to somewhere. Somewhere. Oh, Stormy. So the before we get to Stormy, the guy that the last school shooting, he got pissed off because he was rejected. And then Santa Fe or Indiana. Indiana was the last Sadly. one, but Santa Fe got the big got the news. Maybe it was Texas. What was the one in Texas? Santa Fe. Santa, oh, that Fe, was Santa Texas. Fe, Texas. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was the guy that got rejected by the girl, and he killed her. And he killed her. Yeah. Because he was awful, and she well. said no, and he killed her. So yeah. I, my the only the only thing I can think of with her rationale with pornography is that it gives men a sense of entitlement. To women, which I don't, I'm not entirely certain that it does. Depends on the kind of porn you want. Right, exactly. Also, like, if you can get it in the grocery store, it's Penthouse and Playboy. It's just pictures of naked women. I mean, Still there is no action. pornography. Oh, Still for sure. I'm just saying that there's not, like, a gender-violent dynamic. Right. It's like, oh. you know, centerfold. 
It's but a it's, beautiful but it's naked access, women with stories about. But it could lead men to think that they anything. should be able to have access to or whatever. Right. Yeah. I think that I don't this know. woman I think should not be the governor of Tennessee. I don't even know who should be. Just not her. Uh, I don't. I don't. Stupid people should not be governors. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Eh, I need you to elaborate in the moment. I need you to elaborate. I just because I think that if she was going down the path of entitlement and men feeling entitled, she actually might be going somewhere with us. It's funny. I've totally talked myself into this. Except except for the fact that when she was pressed on it, she didn't have like it was not a statement. So I have a better explanation. I have a better explanation. Is it a conspiracy theory thing than she does? No, but there is something to be said for men thinking they're entitled. not every. You know. You hate when you I say make I sweeping statements. I know. A majority of grown men have some feeling of entitlement. In oh, I don't life. think that's true. <laughs> I don't think that's true. But I think that there are some teenagers that, that feel that way. I mean, we are raising a group of entitled, entitled children. Only the boys, you think? Not the girls? No, I think my kids are entitled, too. Oh. I just think boys are more likely to go shoot things up than girls well, are. Well, clearly there hasn't been a single right. female. Like, oh, I hate I just so. It's so sad. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really sad. All right, folks. I mean, that was sort of all over the place, but it was a big week. And it was, and I'm hot. Fuck and you, exhausted Ga- Governor Greitens. I know. I you're mean, so just excited. everybody, just have a glass of champagne t- tonight. It's going to come out on Friday. It but was good. In retro, we retroactively have a glass. This was of champagne. fun. Yes, I didn't. Uh, I didn't talk over you. We probably did a little bit. I'm certain you talked over me. <laughs> Fuck you. It's okay. You're so pretty. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks so much for listening, guys. We had lots of fun today. Listen and subscribe to Dame It All to Hell on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks, guys. See you next week.